I'm Bryony Kennedy and you're listening to the Beauty, Business and Babies podcast brought to you by Adorn Cosmetics. In the last 10 years of building Adorn Cosmetics, having three children and advocating for more ethical beauty standards in the beauty industry, I've become intimately aware of what it's like to wrestle with the different areas of my life. Every fortnight, I'll share the tears and triumphs that I experienced when starting my ethical conscious beauty company, dealing with depression and caring for my children. My hope is that you'll grow to know it's okay to have imperfect days, that you are not alone in feeling like a mess and that you'll be inspired to commit to small but bold actions each and every day. Welcome back to another episode of Beauty, Business and Babies brought to you by Adorn Cosmetics. I'm joined by Michelle from The Peers Project, our producers, and together we're diving into how we can balance the demands of motherhood and our jobs in day-to-day life. Yes, I am so excited for this topic. I know so many women, you know, listening are just dying to know more about, Mm. you know, what you do to kind of, as you mentioned before, organise chaos to kind of get through it all. So, you know, a lot. (laughs) I don't think 40 minutes is going to cut it. But anyway, (laughs) we shall see how we go. You know, a lot of the women out there are literally having to divide their days and their weeks into taking care of their babies, going to work, being a Mm. good wife and planning ahead for, for the future. You know, we're having to juggle all of these things. It's a bit rude, isn't it? Oh, it's crazy. And we just feel so stressed about it, you know, and overwhelmed, you know, especially as first-time mums or first-time business owners. Mm. So I guess the first question I've got for you, Bryony, is, you know, I know you told me that you experienced something similar and especially when you were just starting the business and just started having your, your babies. I'm curious, how did you deal with all of this emotionally? Well, I didn't, actually. Um, (laughs) Short answer. If it makes anyone feel better, I bloody well didn't. Um, So, you know, I think for me, my perception of being in control of life was just going to be something that I always was and did. And then I had kids and holy shit, that's not the case. Um, There's no control anymore. So I had to spend, you know, look for quite a few years in all seriousness, I didn't cope. I did struggle with guilt constantly feeling sick all the time about any decision I made was it the right one what's everyone else doing you know should I be working I had these kids so I should be home with them and when I'm at work I'm guilty that I should be with them when I'm with them I should be doing more work it was just constantly honestly I would just want to take my brain out and wash it because it was so stressed and I just got myself to the point of depression and anxiety and I did have to take medication for that eventually um, and for many many years to help me with that because for me the guilt of it was just enormous and no matter what I did in my opinion it was never good enough as well so it was that what's everyone else doing I'm not good enough this is not good enough who am I I shouldn't be doing this I should be doing that and you know what wasting time worrying about the would be should be could be that you know I look back in hindsight and I I don't I'm I'm content with it now because I think that you know it got to a point that it was a medical condition obviously having depression and anxiety but you know what a waste of time worrying about all that shit that seriously is not important Um, just being in that moment is what's important because you can only be as good as you can in that one particular moment like I'm talking to you now Michelle and that's all I can control I can't even control that you might 
might come out with something <laughs> that I didn't completely think you were going to say. Like, you know what I mean? We're not really ever in control. And I think we just need to let go of that and just deal with what needs to be done at the moment. And because I was driving myself absolutely mental, it was impacting my kids. Uh, it was impacting my partner. It was impacting my ability to have a relationship with anyone outside of, you know, like, like with my mum or whoever, because I was just constantly never in the moment. I was always in my mind thinking about what I was supposed to be doing or should be doing and I shouldn't be even laughing right now. Like it was just nonsense. And so I want everyone that's listening to know that I didn't cope with it and it's okay if you're not, but you need to ask for help and you need to know that it doesn't have to be like this. It really doesn't because life is worth enjoying. You can enjoy it and you can get to a point that you don't feel guilty about it anymore. Now that's not to say I don't feel guilty about decisions that I make sometimes, but I have learnt over many, many years of practice uh, and that self-personal development that I've that I've had to invest in myself because the flip side was, okay, I am absolutely going to go completely nuts and ruin everything that I, like no one is going to want to be around me and justifiably so, or I'm going to find some way of, of sorting this out because I cannot live like this. I just cannot. So it was a lot of different things that I did along the, the, the time to, to try and practice being in the moment. And I cannot, I know that sounds cliche, but it's honestly the only thing that's got me to where I am now is saying to myself, okay, right now you're with your kids, play with the Play-Doh. <laughs> okay, you'd rather stick pins in your eyes, but play with the Play-Doh. That's all you can do right now and enjoy doing that. Be with them, be, with, be present and okay, now you are working on a product development. Now you just need to focus on that and not listen to the screaming in the background. You know that's you are doing this right now. So it's it's and it takes a long time. It's not something that you just snap into in a week or a year and it's now I still have to practice that because you can get caught up in that guilt. Um, so it's definitely give yourself the space to appreciate that you you're taking a while to get used to a new life, a new lifestyle. Um, you know, the sacrifices that you're making for that. But somewhere in that, you need to draw a line and say, this isn't healthy. I need to start practicing, you know, the moments that I'm in and getting through those moments that I'm in and that that's okay. That that's, that is okay to, to be totally consumed in that moment as opposed to what you could be doing. It's just such valuable advice, I think. Even now, for those of us who don't have kids, for those of us who just have businesses, for those mm. of us who have a all, you know, for those of us who just have a partner or a husband, you know, I think we can get just so so consumed by everything yeah. in our own, the thoughts in our heads and, you know, and we often forget just about the present moment, you know. What kind of practical tips, I know we've touched on this before, mm. but what practical tips could you give around getting really present in the moment? Uh, again, I think... I think it's a little bit of a, well, I think it's a total myth to think that we can have it all, but I, I do think because of social media and, and, and all of those things that are amazing um, are also showing us what our lives could look like. And I think that that, you know, most of us want to know that we are fairly similar to other people and, and that's okay too, but when you feel that you've got to emulate your life based on someone else and everything you're doing is about living the life you think you should be having, it's very difficult to live in the moment. So again, it comes down to what is really important to me, what do I really enjoy doing and even if you have to write this stuff down, 
Because sometimes if you just think it in your head, other thoughts start badgering going, no, but you don't really like that. But it's really because you think you haven't got the time to do it. So write these things down so other thoughts can't get stuck and consume and, and grey out what you're trying to think to yourself. So write down what it is that you want, what it is that's important to you, and then that's really all you need to focus on is those things. And I, even if you have to stick it on your bloody fridge and remind yourself every day that these are the things that I want and are important to me and then they're the things that you need to do on a daily basis and you know when you are and there's some things you just have to do okay right now I would rather be at Pilates but I'm wiping a pooey backside okay like there's going to be shit that happens you got no control literally no control (laughs) over and you just have to go with that and so for me I used to get super frustrated when I planned my day these are the things I need to do want to do blah 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 blah. but now you've decided to get gastro well that was not in my plan for the week to have my my time so you do need to be flexible and go okay there's always time to do that thing okay so it's again it's just don't feel the pressure that you've got to do it all all at once because you've got a whole life to achieve these things um and you've got a a whole and you've got time like you're actually breathing oxygen like to me i think it's it's so sad i'm saying this to um one of the ladies that brought me into work today i said isn't it a shame that as as adults or older adults we don't have that perspective when we're younger to realise how lucky we are to have time. You, you just think that you're never going to die, honestly. And so, but as you get older, you see more and more things that can go wrong that you do, I think, just naturally uh, progress into a, a mindset of appreciation, not for everyone, but most. And it's a shame that as you're younger, you, you don't think that straight away because it would be so much easier because you do think you get caught up in that moment that your baby's not sleeping that that's going to be your whole life you know maybe you're a little bit overweight that's going to be my whole life maybe you're not eating very well that's that you you don't realize that there's always going to be change and there's always time to come back to things so if your life is a little bit chaotic and for me if my life was a little bit chaotic um, yes there was definitely a few years where I was totally frustrated and depressed and anxious about it but then again I just decided no I'm, I'm done with this it's seriously I'm just I'm either going to not want to be here and goodness knows what that means or I need to do something about it and so for me I need to start accepting things so accept the things I can't control right now yes it's frustrating breathe I'm dealing with someone with gastro and I was supposed to go to a meeting but you know what let let that meeting go you can't you just you've got to get to the point where you can shut off and be a bit black and white about things. And I can't stress enough how much this is a practised behaviour. It's, look, some people naturally can just be very black and white, be quite ruthless, um, and, you know, but then maybe they don't have the emotion to, you know, there's always something, it's give and take. But this is practised behaviour and you do have to consciously get to the point, and I think it's almost a conscious behaviour, unless it's naturally in your makeup, conscious behaviour to go right now, I am doing this and this is all I can do and yep, I'm feeling frustrated, recognise that I'm feeling frustrated, take a couple of deep breaths, tell myself, and I I do, I talk to myself, okay, you are frustrated, it's, it's okay that you're annoyed that your child has gastro, it's cool, I accept that I'm feeling that, I acknowledge it's okay to feel that way because otherwise you feel guilty that you're almost hating on your kid for having gastro for not letting you go to your meeting. So accept the, the, the shit that's hit the fan. Accept it's okay to feel a bit 
annoyed about the situation and then let it go and just okay so this is now my reality and I just have to deal with this reality and I'm not thinking about anything else right now because I can't and you have to be that strict on yourself it's it's just own it accept it be compassionate towards how you're feeling because that's okay however you're feeling like we all sometimes don't like our kids we don't like ourselves we don't like the situation we're in it's okay there's nothing wrong with you don't add to your guilt by thinking what's wrong with me because there's nothing everybody feels like that about certain things the amount of times I have wanted to stick my kids on the curb is is like serious <laughs> like honestly so but you know I love them more than life itself it, it's okay so it's I can't stress enough I wish there was a strategy where I could say look read this book do this, wake up at 5am and slot your kids in there. And But I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and tell you what my day looks like because it, it is always different. And I've learned for the health of myself, the happiness of myself is that, yes, I have some structure, but it, it's a very flexible structure. So my goal is that I get up at this time and I, you know, I have my coffee in bed because I want to have a cuddle with my kids in the morning that may not always work out. Maybe I have to come in here because of whatever reason into the office. Or, you know, these are the hours I go to the office. These, these are the hours that I come to, I go to Pilates. These are the hours I come home. You know, like whatever. This is the time I spend with friends and family. But I don't lock myself into that. I just put it into my diary that it has to be done, especially like for me with fitness. I put it in that I've got to do my Pilates three or four days a week, but I don't necessarily put a time on it. I just say... It's there to remind me to do it. So whether I can, can't at the moment, but go to one or I'm like, okay, well, I haven't been able to fit it in so then I don't have the pressure of the time of it. But it's there. I've got to do it at some point. So now I'm going to have to do it on my phone. So give yourself some guidelines and some structure but flexibility around it. So, you know, whether you want to create a chart, a diary, something on the fridge that says, you know, you need to drink two litres of water, go to Pilates, an hour of reading, but don't lock it into a set time. But just, but yeah, give mm. yourself that flexibility. Mm. I just think that's so, such a great way to look at it. Prior to kids or prior to businesses, etc., it may have been easy to go mm. 4, 30 p.m. I go to Pilates Correct. every Wednesday night or whatever. Yeah. But I think it's just so valuable to hear that you actually just say, it's on my list for today, but it could happen at 10, it could happen at 7, it could, And that's you all know. good. It's, all, it's yeah. okay. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't happen yeah. and it's okay. Mm. It's it's honestly okay. Um, things move. That's life. Life is all about change. That's scary but it's also amazing. How boring if we were just, yeah, going to Pilates at 9 o'clock every day and, you know, yeah, and I speak to my friend at 9.50. Like, wow, that's, <laughs> you know, that becomes a whole different therapy session <laughs> if you're really that structured, you know. <laughs> so I think that you just, yeah. you know, you need to have a bit of flex, you know, or as I said, a bit of organised chaos and accept that that's all right and, you know have some goals, has, have some aspirations, work towards those, but don't be so strict in when they have to happen because whilst you're only in charge of yourself, that's somewhat achievable. But when you then have the choice to bring a partner into your life, 
you are somewhat responsible for sharing some things with them and a lifestyle with them and the same with your kids and the same with having a business. You know, it's not just all about yourself. So there needs to be, again, some sacrifice that you make around things. And for me, I might not be prepared to sacrifice Pilates, but I'm prepared to sacrifice maybe the time I do it. So they're, they're the things that you need to sort of weigh up. Mm, so valuable. So I want to kind of dive a bit deeper into talking specifically in, uh, to the to the mums out there, you know, especially to the first time mums or those still in the very early years of, you know, having their babies. You know, often I think that transition from maybe you're just in a couple to, wow, now there's a child, a living, breathing thing I have to look after every single day, mm. you know, that transition there can be quite a huge shock to the system. And, you know, and I know yes. that <laughs> many mums struggle with this. Mm. You know, firstly, how did you deal with that transition? I know we talked about before, I know you said you didn't deal, mm. but then from there, how did you learn to cope with it? And, and what advice would you give to the women going through that? Look, I think there's a lot of pressure and this is just not with having children, but in particular having children, but there's a lot of pressure to enjoy everything we do and to feel positive all of the time, to feel elated all of the time. And it's just unfair and unrealistic because to be in that euphoric state 24, it's just not possible. So I think what we need to do and something I have learned to accept is that it's okay to have moments, especially when you have new babies or you've got, well, not necessarily even new babies, um, <laughs> you know, when you've got children, um, yes, the shock of it is that you think, wow, one, I'm going to know what to do with this little bean that's come out of me. Uh, two, I'm going to love it every second of the day. I'm going to want to protect it and give it organic food and blah, 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 blah. And that's all lovely, but I can promise you, you're also going to hate that thing every now and then <laughs> because you just do. You're sleep deprived. You're not thinking normal thoughts. Like you just, it's a form of torture. Like they are beautiful and, and, and of course they are because we go back and have more. But, you know, it is a form of torture, that whole sleep deprivation. So it's okay that you're going to have thoughts that um, maybe you feel guilty about, but just don't act on them. Um, so that's one bit of advice. But it's okay not to enjoy every, even your career, even you know, aspects of your business or your friendship or your relationship with your parents. It's going to be something you don't like. And I think what often people think is, oh, I'm not enjoying this. I don't like that. Or I don't like your opinion. So I don't like anything about you now. It's like, wow. So because someone's got a differing opinion, you now don't want to be friends with them at all, or you don't respect anything else about them. That's pretty full on. And the same, you know, with, with your situation just because you've had a bad day doesn't mean you, you're a bad person or you have a bad life, okay? It's just a bad moment um, that you're not coping with and that's okay. So my advice is the minute you almost accept that, not almost, the minute you accept life is full of the ups and the downs, you know, the poos and the wees, you'll get through it a lot better. You'll accept that, okay, this is a, this is a shit day. This is not, I'm not liking today, but I'm going to get through it. I'm going to strive to get through today so I can thrive on the other end. Because if you are just constantly thinking and feeling guilty and doubting yourself all the time, just because you're having some negative thoughts or a bad day, that's just unfair on yourself because we all have moments that we're not enjoying and that's totally okay. Mm. 
Talk to us about a moment recently that you just really did not enjoy and talk to us about the thought process you went through to kind of get yourself centred. Ooh, okay. So let me think about that one for a minute. There's so many things. I'm pretty good <laughs> at shutting off on things now because I think mm. when you've been to that the edge of despair and stress and finances and, and, and you know, lo- nearly losing your business and stuff like that, you, you either let that, that consume you or you, like I am now, f- almost unless someone I love is very unwell and dying, I don't let things upset me because I've, I'm like nothing can be as bad as how I felt then unless someone died. So it's almost like my body's build up, built up that resilience to not getting so upset about things um but you know look there's been situations in in business recently where there's there's been a situation where someone might not be able to supply me something anymore which could have had a massive impact on one area of our business and there was no real warning around this not being supplied anymore and I probably 12 years ago would have fallen on the floor and sucked my thumb and thought what the hell am I going to do but I wasn't happy about it but did it it didn't affect me because I knew I didn't know what it was going to be but I knew I'd get out of it so you know I let it myself sit on it for a day so that I was clear um, and then I negotiated something with this situation so that the outcome was positive and I was able to move that supply chain somewhere else without it causing too much of a drama but I wouldn't have been able to do that if I just straight away reacted on the stress of that moment Um, and often when there's change we can get anxious and can get stressed Um, and I'm naturally an not anxious person but I I do have anxiety especially when I can't control situations so for me this is a daily thing that I'm constantly working on Um, but knowing that I've experienced some some full-on things I knew that there will always be a solution and I need to just sit on it I'm going to give myself 24 hours this is what I tell myself when something really drastic happens okay this is really crap and it could be really serious but I'm going to sit myself on this for 24 hours and I'm not going to think about it I'm just going to just get on with my day and then tomorrow I'll give myself permission to then reinvest the energy into it and nine times out of ten because I've given myself that break you've got given yourself time to get over the shock and then you're in a much better mental position to then tackle that situation with more clarity um, and usually you're able to deal with the people that it involves um, you know on a, on a level head than say <laughs> say something that you might regret later on so that would be my advice I can't pinpoint one specific thing but that would be how I would deal with it. And when do you think that transition, that flip happened for you? So, you know, in the earlier days, as you said, 12 Mm. years ago, something similar happened, you would have been like, I I literally cannot. Mm. When, you know, for those of us who were still in that, really, those earlier days, when can we expect or, you know, when did that transition Mm. happen for you where you started to feel a bit more in control and, and, and learned how to deal with things better? When can we anticipate that happening for us? And in the interim... How can we, you know, just keep at it or just stay in the game or just yeah. stay sane? Yeah, I understand. And mm. I think it's, again, having that decision that you just don't like feeling like crap. Mm. I think you have to say to yourself, look, this is um, 
you know, there's so many stresses and I don't like how this stress is making me feel, whether it's making you feel sick, whether it's making you angry, uh, maybe it's impacting other areas. So I think it's acknowledging that the, the stress that you're having, whether it's a moment in time or constant, you have to accept that I, don't, I just don't like how this is making me behave or how it's making me feel. So what can I do now to stop that? And, and that was really how I was. I thought I cannot keep reacting when things don't go the way, and not, not necessarily like a spoiled child, things just are not going the way they need to go or something you know, hits the fan or, or, you know, a really big thing happens and I've got to change and pivot and, and all of that. Like sometimes you're not in control of those things. We're not, never in control of those things. But I wasn't liking how those, how I was reacting, how it was making me feel. And then because I'd be like, yeah, keyboard thumping out a response to something and then I would never get, you know, when you're reacting, you never get the answer or the solution you want uh, because you've, you've straight away gone probably for the not even if you've done it in a professional mm. manner you've gone for the jugular because you're just <laughs> yeah. like oh, I'm not tolerating this or how could you yeah. do this to me or so it's a bit of that so I think it is true you know write the email sit on it and then probably delete it the next day or <laughs> yeah. or um you know you're at a, a better mindset so for me it was just definitely I didn't like how these stressful moments in time made me feel and you know I wasn't probably getting the result that I wanted when I worked when I when I worked on that reaction. So if I was just emailing straight off the cuff or or ringing someone because something I wasn't always getting the solution that I wanted. So for me, it was when something's really serious and I can feel that anxiety build up in my chest. I just think, okay, you are not going to react to this the right way to get the right result. You need to sit on it. 24 hours and come back to this tomorrow when you've had time to digest the shock of what you've just heard or found out um, and then I'm usually in a better position to attack what it is that I now say attack loosely but um, like a pit ball at it but you know it just just to, to deal with that situation more level and and people respond better to you and you can usually turn something around that was quite horrible into something that everyone can benefit from. So again, I think these things are just choices. You you either decide that you're going to be chaotic in your mind and you decide really you're accepting the stress, you're accepting the guilt, you're accepting all of those things and, and your life is just going to be constantly that until you take those active steps to stop yourself. And even if you have to put a timer on your phone and then you say, okay, 12 o'clock tomorrow, I'm going to get an alarm. Now I'm allowed to send that email or, or address that email. If you feel like you've got to still control the situation somehow, put it in writing or put it in your phone as a diary insert so that you go, okay, I've actually got a stress-free period of 24 hours and now I'm going, to, I'm going to look at that. There is no easy solution to these things. It's just accepting you don't like feeling like crap and what can you do to stop that feeling? And that's not to say that I don't ever get upset over things. It's not to say that I hear things and don't get stressed, um, you know, without going into it. There's something that happened the other day and, and for, for business reasons, I can't go into it. But I just thought, oh, I cannot even believe that's happening right now. Like, honestly, this is just could be seriously dire. <laughs> Like, oh my god, um, and it was it was really full on and serious. But I thought, you know what, I will manage it, just like I've done things in the past. Oh, it's obviously meant to be for a reason, and it's it's maybe it's forcing me to streamline some things a little bit better. And 
I'm just going to sit on it and digest it. And if the thoughts come into my mind, they do. If they don't, I'll deal with it tomorrow because right now I've just got to stomach the, the reality of what I've just been told. Mm. Um, and that's really all you can do. Mm. Everything you're saying, I'm slowly processing, but it's yeah. just so valuable, I think. Another thing that's just popped into, into mind and I think many women might be thinking about is when we hold on to things, mm. you know, so let's just say something did happen a month or even years ago that maybe, you know, more in our past or whatever it is. And, and now we somehow see it coming up in other certain situations, other situations. What advice would you give around letting go, being able to let go and not just holding on to those bad or really tough times we've been through? Mm. And has there been a point in your life or in your journey so far that, that you've kind of experienced that? Oh, look, definitely. I mean, I, I think there's lots of things that's happened to all of us that we can look back and think that wasn't ideal. And, you know, I, I definitely, for one, have had many experiences that were not ideal. And in the time... You know, you do question, did I do something to deserve that? Is that my, was it my fault? Is it going to happen again? Oh, it will. You know, and again, it becomes that self-doubt. Um, but I think it's very unfair to pin, pigeonhole yourself into yourself being representative of one situation in your life. Like one moment in your life does not represent who you are and the rest of your life, that's a fairly massive, unfair, unjust thing to put on yourself just because someone did something to you or maybe you just made a real bad choice. Let's face it, we all we can all just do some stupid things and and things that we're not proud of and that, that you know, we're humans. But that doesn't define your whole person and your whole life and I, and I do think that that's very unfair to put that on yourself and judge every moment moving forward based on that. So, uh, yes, I think we can naturally have that, oh, who am I and, oh, it's going to happen again, whether it's a relationship, I always attract the wrong person or, you know, um, this is always happening. But I think it's not fair to judge moments moving forward. And I'll use the analogy of, of maybe relationships. Look, I know that before I met my husband, you know, I was, you know, you date people and then you get to the point where it's like, what the hell is wrong with me? Honestly, why am I attracting... And I'm sure guys think the same thing. I'm not being sexist here, but it's just... I just thought, is it me? Because why am I attracting these types of people and this type of situation? Like, oh, my goodness. And then I started to then not treat future partners badly but almost just straight away assumed that they were going to be like that or it would end up that way. And then I thought that's really not very fair or not very nice to assume baggage onto someone else. That's So I consciously work that... Every person and every situation deserves its own merit and deserves respect until proven otherwise. So whether it's a person or a situation or a restaurant, even if I've heard not the best things, until it's proven otherwise to me, I give everything the respect that I would expect. Um, and if that has proven to not be something that I want to be a part of, then I just cut myself off from it. Um, but I do think that you need to stop judging your future based on your past or you are never going to get anywhere. You're not going to get give any situation its true worth or a person its true worth because you're judging that on 
on its past. And again, it's a conscious thing that you have to snap yourself out of that past behaviour and say, no, I refuse to keep feeling like this. You know, you can't, as, as they say, you, you can't expect a different outcome if you continue the same thing day in and out. That's just insane to think that. So you need to change your behaviour and just say, okay, I'm going to accept this for what it is and until it proves me otherwise, I'm going to... I'm not going to treat this person with, you know, my backup. That's not fair. You're not giving your all. If you've got your backup, then that's not fair. You're not giving the best to that situation. How do you expect that person or that situation to even evolve if you've got your backup? So I think it's just going be transparent, be real, be raw. And, you know, if, if it's not supposed to be, it will present itself. And then you just dis discard that and move on to the next thing. And, and just give everybody and everything the respect and the opportunity that it deserves until it proves otherwise. Just so valuable. I think just linking on to that, when you had your, your final baby, your last boy, and obviously that was six years, I think, later. Mm. Did you bring the stress that you had, that what you experienced the first time, which obviously was a little bit more intense than you anticipated, mm. did you ever bring that into the the second or oh, the third yes. child? Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Talk to us about that. Like, how can we not associate? Yeah, look, I think for me, I wanted to prove to myself that I could be a better mum mm. because of how horrific it was for the first sort of couple of years at least with the twins my perception of it I just didn't think that I was as good a mum as I could have been and I think even though I at this point when I had Grayson was okay with that like I accepted that that's just I'm not I don't I'm not upset with myself it is what it is but I think in some ways I was like okay now I've got a single baby and I'm going to prove that I actually can be a good mum and this is all going to be perfect now because I don't have two. I'm experienced, um, you know, I'm a little bit more collected in my thoughts and my lifestyle. So, yes, I do think that I was trying to um, right or wrong, not that it, you know what I mean. And so the rudeness of it is, is that it wasn't any better than, yes, in, <laughs> you know. It, it, I just it, love how uh, real. <laughs> it was very rude. It's like, hang on a minute. I really thought about this for six years. I was going to make this perfect. And no, no, I wasn't. Um, so I so I think that the thing for me was like, oh, wow, you know, you have got more experience. You've had this conversation and still this situation isn't as perfect as you'd like it to be. And so that's when I thought, you know what, I think you are just being way too hard on yourself like you're not actually appreciating each individual or each moment for what it is you've got this ridiculous thought process of perfection being the only thing that means you're successful like it's you've got to be perfect to be successful and you and I just thought this is just bullshit it can't you just can't and and I think because I had traction and and I had experience it was because of that that I could then recognise how unfair I'd been on myself. Um, I couldn't do that with the, the boys, the, origin, the originals, <laughs> B1 and B2. Um, so I, I couldn't recognise or appreciate that because I had nothing to compare it to. But having my second pregnancy but my third child, I was able to say, wow, with all of this, and it still has gone to shit at moments. So I, I then thought, no, you know, you are just being unfair. And I was actually, I, can, I had a conversation. I was like, who the hell do you think you are 
that you can have a perfect life. Like, honestly, why do you think you deserve a perfect life? Why do you think you can even have a perfect life? Like, that is just so pig-headed and obnoxious of yourself to think that you deserve for everything to be perfect. Cut that shit out. You are allowed to have a life that's not perfect. It's totally okay. You're allowed to be tired. You're allowed to not want to deal with your business one day or not deal with your kids. It's fine. Okay, it's okay. And that's when I started um, one of my other uh, ventures, which is the, which I think we'll touch on later on, which is a perfectly imperfect mama community on Facebook because I just had that defining moment that, you know what, if I can just help one person realise there's no answers but you are not alone and that it is okay to have down days and it is unrealistic to have expectations that are perfect and it is unfair to judge your present on your past, then, you know, maybe it might allow someone to enjoy or appreciate the moment they're in a little bit more. It's just so great that you say that. I think so many of us need to hear that. Mm. And it's so comforting to know that you were like, this is my second time round, third, you know, third baby. And still, you know, and it just it gives us all that. You can take a deep breath. It's okay. It, you know, it's supposed to be messy. That's mm. what this life is about. Absolutely. I love it. And I, you know, I think we'll wrap it there. I'm so excited, Bryony, to touch on and go deep into, you know, Perfectly Imperfect Mamas, the group that you created um, in the next episode. And just to really appreciate you for sharing with us in this one. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Beauty, Business and Babies podcast brought to you by Adorn Cosmetics. I hope there was something in today's episode that you found relatable and made you feel less alone. As women, we're all struggling with something on the inside, but we're often too afraid to ask for help. If there was something in this episode that you think might help another woman you know, please share it with them and let me know by screenshotting this episode and tagging me on social media at Bryony A. Kennedy and at Adorn Cosmetics. If you love what Adorn Cosmetics stands for, subscribe to this podcast right now and head to adorncosmetics.com.au to become an adorner and receive special offers on all things adorn. Thank you once again for listening and being part of my journey. I'll see you next time.